0: Voice Originals. All right, welcome back to the Voice Originals podcast. I'm Anna, the community manager for Sensible Object, who are the makers of the Voice Originals games. And on this podcast, we're looking a little bit behind the scenes at all of the different parts that come together to make the Voice Originals games. And this week, we're looking at When in Rome. So if you haven't heard of When in Rome before... When in Rome is a travel trivia board game that works with your smart speaker. So essentially, you're playing in two teams to race around the world, answering as many questions as you can, um, and to try and collect as many souvenirs as you can, and whoever gets the most points by the end wins. So a thing that is pretty key to the game is the local voices that come out within it. So whenever you are asked a question in the game, which is pretty much the main mechanic, that is delivered to you by a local from one of the 20 cities you can travel through. And we've had a couple of the locals on our podcast so far, Um, but I'm really excited to have another one of our brilliant, charming voices from the game. And so we've got Aggie, who is our local from Nairobi here, as well as Shane, who you may have heard on a few other episodes before, who is one of our dialogue directors. Thank you guys for joining me on today's podcast. Would you be able to tell me a little bit about your background, like what you've been doing, and also what you've been doing in, when in Rome?
1: Get up for Aggie in Nairobi! Woo! Hi.
2: Thank
0: you. So
1: you. you've been repping Nairobi?
2: <laughs> I am repping Nairobi. Um, I don't know how I ended up doing this. I'm really happy that I am, though. What
1: well, you but. mean it just happened by accident?
0: <laughs> yeah, how did studio. you get involved in, um, in everything?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those kind of fluke things. Like, uh, I'm a filmmaker, that's my background. And uh, I was working on a web series beginning of last year, so beginning of 2017. And and then I needed um, a face of someone that looked like Richard Branson. And I, I had my friends, like, I posted on Facebook and I was like, anyone who looks like Richard Branson... Can you please, you know, like, you know, <laughs> connect me? And uh, and so someone came back and said, oh, I, I recommend this person. And it, it happened to be someone that I knew, but we, you know, we just were acquaintances. Okay, yeah. And so I asked him and he said yes. So he needed to make a recording of himself giving a message on video. And it worked out really well. And he was perfect. And I thought it was just going to be like a one-off. So he was working remotely. We didn't have to meet. Um, And so he sent over his clip and that was that. And then he got in touch with me a few months after and said, there's these people who are looking for a Nairobi voice. And I told them that you owe me one because I was your (laughs) Richard Branson. Would you be willing to do it? And at the time I was in Nairobi and I thought, well, I mean what what do i need to do and and he said i you know get in touch with them so i was talking to someone who i think at the time was in norway or sweden or it was some european I can't, I can't remember and um and yeah we just just went straight into what it's about and i still didn't i didn't understand what it was really like i was supposed to be doing but then it sounded like something really you know really simple yeah. just easy enough to just record from home over skype which is what i did it took about an hour and it was just like a really easy chat. And that was it. And, you know, like there was a few questions I had to read out and answer. And, and they just wanted my voice. And that's it. And then, um, so that was last year. And then fast forward to, I think it was February this year. Mm. And I happened to be in the UK. And then I got an email saying, oh, you know, we've developed the program now. And now we're based in London. And we've gotten to a point where we want to get your feedback as one of the voices. And so it was something to do with the graphics for the board game and so I said oh that's interesting I'm actually in the UK if you need any any more like I gave my feedback and I said if you need any more you know like I'm happy to to talk some more and then next thing I knew I was coming to the studio to record and I didn't I just I didn't expect it to you know grow to this magnitude but it's been really fun oh,
0: yeah.
2: that's crazy yeah yeah,
0: yeah all of the locals have had kind of like different paths to ending up in the game oh, really? yeah
2: oh cool yeah it's been fun and Shin's been good to work with that makes it good. You've got some roots from Kenya.
0: Yeah,
1: I am Kenyan.
2: So you say, but <laughs> <laughs> let the begin. I think if, begin. You, if you've lived majority of your life outside of Kenya, you don't really qualify to claim.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, it's harsh. That's- I
2: know it. It is. You know what? Like I've only. I. I don't even like. I. I partly live in the UK. But people already don't consider me Kenyan. They're like, oh, you're not one of us anymore. So it's one of those identity things that, yeah, <laughs>
0: it's harsh. How long have you lived in, in Kenya or the UK?
2: Well, I mean, oh. I, I was born and raised in Kenya. That's mm. my home. But um, my husband's English, so... We've been back and forth for about six years now, ah, and okay. uh, yeah, so I spend half my time here, half my time there. It, it just so works out with my filmmaking. Um, but this is the this is the longest stint that I'm in the mm-hmm. country. I'm always here for like a few months and I have to ah, go back. I see. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you would, I mean, I'm assuming you would consider Nairobi to be like your home city. Like yeah, absolutely. Homeland, I mean, that's
2: yeah. where my family is. That's mm-hmm. where I grew up. That's you know, I I spend more time there than I do here. So and i've only been coming back and forth you know to here in the last 6 years so yeah it's pretty much that's my base that's home mm. yeah
0: basically yeah yeah shane how do you how do you do you feel like where where is home for you i guess
1: home is <laughs> london uh, home, <laughs> home is situated in the moments people share
0: oh Aww. Aww, yeah <laughs> That's really sweet. I feel like any answer I give now would be. I know exactly. Kind of exactly. like full flight. <laughs> I know. I can, can we
2: go back? Can we rewind so I can see my <laughs> <smart> stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. I feel like I messed up.
1: Do, what about your filmmaking? Do you, what kind of are you making films in Nairobi?
2: Yeah, everything I've made is in. I mean, I've only made one short film in Bristol. That was just like a short stint, but. Um all my filmmaking is in Nairobi and that's why I've been able to travel back and forth because when I'm writing and editing is when I I'm here and then when we need to film we go back and film in Nairobi. I haven't gone to a point where I'm now like filming in the UK and I you know, I can't really work here at the moment yet. Um, but then so I'm currently working on a, a web series that like I mentioned that um, we filmed in Nairobi and we're hoping to release before the end of the summer. So
1: what what is it about?
2: Um it's actually, it's inspired by something that happened to me, like, more than 10 years ago, where I ran into someone that wasn't very nice, um, because she swindled me out of some money. And and the way she set it up was so good, because con- conning is a huge, it's a, a bit of a, you know, like a problem. Um, and the way she said it, it wasn't, it wasn't just that she conned me, it's the way she set it up that was so, I, I was so, like... Stunned and I thought this th- there's no way anyone's going to believe me if I tell them how she put it. And so I thought I have to make a film about this. Because you know, obviously as a filmmaker, you think I have to make a movie. <laughs> well, yeah. And um so it was always at the back of my mind to make a film about it for years. And then and I did make a pilot to try and make a film, um, because I was trying to get funding to make the film. But it didn't It didn't work out. But then it, in the end, we we thought maybe we should just make it into a web series. So we extrapolated the story and we like added bits from things that we know happen and experiences that we know have, other people have experienced. So the series is primarily like, if you look at it, it's more like looking at the corruption and like political power and manipulation of power and things which we know happen and things we know we've experienced and people we know have experienced, and I just put it in there. So it's kind of a real stories, basically, yeah. And, but it's also a comedy, so we've made it easy to digest. It's not, like, harsh and scary. I mean, we, we had it so that um, the characters are likeable and they're funny and they have, like, hilarious moments, and it's just, like, it's really just fun.
0: Uh, is the series out yet?
2: No, I'm hoping to release it before the summer is over, so hopefully before August. Um Let's see. Fingers crossed. You yeah, we we finished editing. Uh, we're just working with the animation and music, and graphics. So you know, usually that's a whole other hoop to jump through. But yeah, yeah. yeah so far, it looks like it's coming together well.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. Um, what, what's it called?
2: It's called Janjaruka, which is Swahili. For I mean, it's not really proper Swahili. It's like Sheng, um, which loosely translates to like "wisen up."
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is it
0: gonna be? <laughs> subtitled or something? Would would we be able no, to? Watch well, it?
2: I didn't. This is the first time because I'm. I've made stuff where. Um people spoke English primarily and very little Swahili that was subtitled. This was the first time I thought I'm going to make something for the Kenyan audience and they're going to speak like proper Kenyan Swahili mm-hmm. shang and there's not going to be any subtitling. But every time I talk about it, people are like, oh, i really like to see it. Can you subtitle it? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, you know what, like I'll release it. And if it looks like people are really keen to, if it translates across, you know, and people are interested... I'm happy to translate. I mean, at yeah. the moment, it's not in the plan, but mm-hmm. but yeah, hopefully, we'll you know we'll have enough for demand to yeah. do that.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. It sounds yeah. really cool. I yeah, I, I hope it goes really well. I mean, I'm sure it will. Well, yeah, I hope so too.
2: Yeah, we made thirty five episodes, thirty six episodes, and they're like five minutes each. So that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I guess if they're five minutes though, that's like micro exactly. episodes, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So it's web series. It's supposed to be like easy to digest and just like easy to watch without having to feel like you're investing a lot of time and getting bored. And then we want people to have. So the way we made it, we we made it so that like, um, at the end of every episode, even though it's really short, we kind of create a cliffhanger. So it's we're you know we're trying to entice you to go to the next you episode. In. Yeah. So it's it's very new territory for me. I've never done a web series before. Obviously, you know, I've only done, just like, um, films and TV shows. And so it was interesting just to try it out. And, yeah, let's see how it goes. Fingers crossed it works out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since film is obviously a very visual sort of medium, how did it feel doing When in Rome work, which is very much about pure, trying to create a story or in your provoke mind. an image? But, yeah, in your mind, just through through audio. Um, it's, it's funny. I've worked with,
2: uh, like, I've been in studio before, um, recording with artists for voiceover work for something that I like when I was dealing with the video and they were doing the, the voices. So I kind of feel like I'm familiar with this territory, Mm -hmm. but then having experienced it vicariously through someone else, you know, like when I'd go into studio with them and direct how they had to sound and how they had to, you know, Mm -hmm. present the voices and stuff. And so it was kind of like I was stepping into their shoes yeah, and then becoming them. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, like it was nice to get the feedback of, oh, that's that's really working. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I guess I can do this then. But I th- I feel like I've been trained by people I was working with <laughs> back in the day. So um, it was uh, it's it's different, but it's also pretty much the same thing in in terms of, you know, you're trying to become this character and and make it so that people can visualize and and connect with. This person, you know, and this voice, and so I think from a director's point of view, um, I kind of I I knew how to like what to do with that character, like I, I knew how to mold it and make it real. I guess I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes sense to me. I'm, I'm I feel like maybe Shane, like you would you've been doing the dialogue directing in When in Rome, so I guess like you've done well, you're doing the equivalent of what Aggie was doing in previous roles in a way, is that is that kind of accurate? Yeah,
2: kind
1: of. I mean, I just wanted you to be you. Did you feel like you were playing a character?
2: I felt like I was playing a character, you know, when there's bits where, like, you're like, you have to be really happy, and you know, to congratulate them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not necessarily, con- like, in that mood, but I have to play that, you know, mm-hmm. to...
1: There were know. points where we were like... <laughs> exactly. Come on, do that, do that happier.
2: Yeah, <laughs> or, or when you wanted me to be really mad and I, and I didn't know how to get angry, like... I have a problem. I don't know how to get like. Did I ask angry. you
1: to be angry?
2: Well, I was like, to tell to tell someone off. Like, how do I tell someone off? And I was like, I don't. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, well, we had to write. Uh, th- so there's this burn card that's played in the game, which yeah. is when, when a player plays it, then they hear a local trash talking of the other team. <laughs> yeah. and, and so that's when you had to... Uh, I was trying to provoke you into saying some kind of derogatory kind of a bit nasty stuff a bit yeah. cruel stuff yeah. uh d- towards the other team
2: exactly yeah, yeah.
1: What, what were we trying to make you say
2: oh you were you know you had examples of like like burns of like saying something like oh you're an idiot or something <laughs> and then and then they'd ask me like just imagine yourself like you know forget about what's in the, on the mm-hmm. script imagine yourself telling your husband off and I'm like I don't like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, no, how you know what do you do when you're really angry? Like, you know, imagine yourself really angry. And and the, the last time I can rem- remember myself like properly losing it and telling someone off was on set when we were filming the web series, and someone really upset me, you know, and disappointed me. But it's really difficult for me to just like switch myself into yeah, that. You know, yeah. If I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: like, I just so found so this. Can you read this out really angrily? This line.
2: Kwenda, unadanioku ni
1: what what does it mean?
2: It it means like get out of here. Like, do you think this is your home, or do you think you
1: know? Okay, so try it really angry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was happening. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. too you're too sweet to get. So angry. So that's
2: yeah. well. I mean, I do get angry, but it it takes a lot to get me angry, you know, and um and so that's why I felt like I was playing a role, kind mm. of thing. But yeah, I think most of it, I was I, I was being myself. It was just like I just reading out stuff and. And being just animated about it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That
1: that was definitely the brief for uh, me as a dialogue director. It was f- find a way to get that person to just be themselves and relax and kind of capture who who they are.
2: I was relaxed. And I feel like, you know, you did a good job in getting me to, like, you know, de- deliver best as I could Um in a relaxed mood. I didn't feel like I was forcing anything, you know.
1: But well, I, I was trying I was hoping that we'd know each other so well that I could wind you up and get you to get angry.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, did you succeed?
1: No. But <laughs> you, haven't
2: known each other, we haven't, you haven't known me if, well enough. If then. only we
1: had a couple more hours. Together, <laughs> I know. I You'd
2: know the
0: buttons to push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's no bad thing to to be hard to make angry, I guess, outside of, you know, like when you actually have to be angry for a voice recording, which is no, not like not I think,
2: I think I get angry, but the way I get angry, most people would say I don't get angry. Like sometimes I'd be like, I'm really angry. And, and this is something I was saying to Shane earlier. Like I get really angry. And I tell my husband, I'm really hu- angry. I tell my, hu- my husband, I'm really angry. and And to him, it's just like, that's not, that's not angry. <laughs> so it's like, I know I'm feeling it, but yeah. maybe I don't know how to deliver it. Mm-hmm. And so when I do deliver it, that's like it's a lot angry, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm interested in the game. What it feels like for people to kind of be, be have someone be angry at them when that when that card gets played. Um, what what will it feel like? Because sometimes if you're playing the game and you hear someone kind of saying some horrible stuff to you it's gonna make you feel a bit horrible so yeah. i feel like on behalf of sensible object the game <laughs> designers it's a, it's an interesting wild card to play which is this kind of you know th- yeah. th- this kind of experience of making someone feel a little bit kind of rubbish
0: yeah, yeah. i mean actually like at the end of when the card is played um, the current flow that we have which i think is going to stay in the game is that to confirm that your team after you've just been like trash talked by whichever local um, Alexa is like okay to confirm that you've heard this just say Alexa we really do suck and at the moment in the (laughs) just while we're playtesting I don't it must be coincidence but Alexa doesn't seem to accept that so you just end up saying Alexa we really do suck like and then Alexa's like I'm sorry I didn't get that can you repeat (laughs) that you're just like stop making me tell you this but I mean a lot of the a lot of the burns at least when I read them seem I mean, obviously, they're kind of aggressive, but they're also kind of jokey in a way. So hopefully we won't have anyone leaving the game feeling really scarred. Yeah. That would, that, that's not exactly...
2: I think yeah. that's the other thing that was a struggle. Because for the most part, it's such a happy, fun game. Yeah. So that when you're like, okay, now switch that off and then become mean. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs>
1: I, I, I mean, it's interesting because we've played a lot with humour in recording the game. is yeah. an interesting thing. Everybody knows that humour on the internet is a really weird thing because when things are written down, somehow they cannot be heard in the spirit that they're delivered. Mm. So when you're removing the kind of visual component, it's interesting to kind of consider the use of humour. So when will humour not translate in the game? Say, for example, when Alexa is talking, or when uh, will, will local humor come across just in inflection of the voice will somebody who's not from that part, uh, for, from that part of the world that the local is be able to understand that somebody is joking and receive something in the spirit of a joke i feel like these are all kind of complete unknowns which will get kind of almost unveiled when 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 the game is done and for me that's one mm. of the Fascinating things about working on this project for Sensible Object because there's so many unknowns that only get revealed almost in the doing. Uh, it's almost it's really difficult mm-hmm. to kind of pr- a problem solve them or troubleshoot them before they occur. I mean, how do you feel? And given that you know, the yeah. Sensible Object is is your, your
0: <laughs> is where I work. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's um, it is definitely really interesting. In terms of like you were saying, obviously we can play test the game and we can you know send parts of the game out for feedback. So Aggie, like you were saying, we when we created the board for When in Rome, um, we tried to send it to as many um, people from all over the world as possible to try and get their thoughts and opinions on it before we moved on. But you're never going to get the full idea of what the actual audience of people playing your game feels like until they're playing it, really. And this is a pretty new kind of game in terms of interaction of voice from a smart speaker with, um, you know, an analog board game. So in terms of trying to think, well, this is how people feel when they play trivia games, or this is how people feel when they watch a travel program or when they actually visit a city, all of those things we can kind of treat as knowns on their own, but combining them all together and seeing, okay, how is this going to work out is definitely, I think... We can, like, predict as much as we like, but there'll definitely be some things out there which, Mm. you know, we just won't know until it's in the world, so...
1: I mean, that's fascinating, because I only played your first game, Beasts of Balance, last week for the first time, Mm -hmm. and it was crazy for me how much... (laughs) The intuitive process that must have gone into designing this game, which had different components, again, it's almost like guesswork, because on one level, you've got this really physical aspect to it, uh, which is the kind of board game uh, aspect to it. And then on another level, you've got this kind of interactive world online, as it were, or, or, or kind of on your pad or on your device. Yeah. And it was it it, the, it was thrilling for me to play, but I guess the question marks that must have been raised in terms of the design along along the way that kind of got you got you to the final result. And in a way this is the same thing. There's like a lot of kind of almost really intelligent, playful guesswork as to what will happen when you when you combine beasts, when you when you when you when you combine disciplines and combine formats,
0: yeah, I mean that game *Beast of Balance*, which is the first game that Sensible Object made, um, it was definitely again like a whole bunch of unknowns in terms of oh, stacking games, which is part of what it is, have been made before, and games that use an app have, to varying degrees of success, been made before. Um, but making both of those things integral to each other and also, oh, let's make it about really weird, wacky animals. You know, there there was no guarantee that, yes, this is a thing that people will like and it will work as a game. Um, Obviously, again, there was testing beforehand as much as possible and trying to get as much feedback as we could. But, yeah, there is is a bit of a leap of faith, I think, with anything that's, you know, at least in some way, fairly new.
1: In a way, Aggie, you are... You are the new beast that 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 <laughs> sensible object are trying to balance.
2: You mean you along with the other nineteen voices? Yes. Yes. Okay. Few. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No pressure. I mean, I think you guys have done a great job. And anyone that plays either the um, free skill, because you guys are also like a big part of that, yeah. or if they play the main game, I think um, you know one thing that I think is pretty safe is enjoying listening to the locals because everyone that was picked. Was picked because they have a great personality and voice that just comes through in the recordings, I think. So that's one thing where I feel like pretty confident, even you know, though the game is not out in the world yet, I think like there we're like in pretty safe hands. So yeah. Ooh.
1: Hey, will you teach us some shang?
2: What do you want to know?
1: Uh, something like really naughty.
2: <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has this happened Why? before. <laughs> Why do you push me to my limits?
1: <laughs> I know you can say anything. Teaches to say something funny that I'll say to my mum later.
2: Um you can say to her Nyaji. What does that mean? What's up?
1: Nyaji. Yeah, Nyajie. Nyaji. Nyaji?
2: Hmm.
1: How would how do I answer? Poa? Poa.
2: Yeah. Nyaji Poa. Poa actually is like in direct translation means cool. So I guess that's where it came from. Like I'm cool.
0: Poa. Oh.
2: Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome.
0: Could you say "poa" as like "oh, cool" to something? Like you see something and it's really cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, oh. yeah. So it's you can use it. That the thing about Swahili that's that's very interesting is there's words which you can you can almost make it make sense in any context. So with "poa," like you can use it to say like "oh, someone looks good," or you're feeling good, or you're chilled, or something's cold, or it's cooling down. Oh, or, okay. it just it depends on the context, mm-hmm. and then you can make it make sense.
1: It's like one of your questions. Can you take me to the nini and nini me some nini?
2: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> nini is a word which, um, and I remember I came up with this when we were doing the recording from Nairobi, and uh, nini is like, it, it doesn't really mean anything. Like nini on its word, just on its own, is a word that means like like something, like thing. Nini, mm-hmm. like nini. So so nini is actually asking what is it. Oh. That's a proper Swahili, nini. Like nini, nini. one word, and then nini. So if you say ninini, it's, it's actually asking, what is it? But then when you say, when you use ninini, it's become like this corruption of a, of a, like, we've corrupted it so it can fit into anything. And so when you say like, oh, can you nini mean some nini Or will you nini, It's like, nini could mean anything. It could mean, will you call me? Will mm-hmm. you come? Will you, you know, it could just mean anything.
0: <laughs> so you have to know the context to, to, you have know, to know, like, know the what, context. Like you couldn't just hear that and be like, Oh, I know what Yeah, know exactly. What you have to about. be like
2: what, what was the context and what were they talking about? So that by the time this person said could you nini it's like, could you lend me money? Could you come? Could you will you eat? Could you know, like it could be anything. And it just it's That's just so like crazy. that It's like that word that you throw in when you don't really know what you want to say, but then you know the person will mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. a
1: bit like the English word flippity gibbet. <laughs>
0: I've never heard that
1: word. Have you heard that word? I haven't
0: been around long enough. It yet. sounds like, I don't I don't think I've ever heard it actually used, but... flippity gibbet. Have you heard the word before? I don't know. It sounds sort of familiar, but it's, it's not a word where I'm like, oh yes, I've heard people use this a lot. Maybe and your English. To, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I lived in the UK for long enough, I think, to, to you should, yeah. have some sort of claim on Englishness maybe well exactly uh, so maybe I, not if I haven't heard this word I'm, I'm still yet to grow up <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't
1: think you can claim to be English unless you know that word I think that's in the. <laughs> <laughs> and this citizenship is the guy who
0: says it's oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Kenyan this is the citizenship test if you <laughs> can define <laughs> what a flippity jibbit is then you're definitely English
0: yeah I exactly mean, so you pass <laughs> yes and I, I did not I, I mean Nini sounds a lot easier to say yeah. than flippity flippity jibbit be like can you flippity jibbit me some flippity gibbet? But isn't there must be an a, an easier word.
1: Actually, that's a good diff- thing about Swahili. Swahili, I guess, in its essence, it's a very simple language. It, yeah. It's a very simple, happy language. Even by saying yeah. each word, you kind of get happy. It's usually yeah. quite short and punchy and smiley. Yeah. Is that a good description, Swahili?
2: I think so. I mean, my husband might not agree because he's been trying to learn it for years. And some like he's picked up a lot, but then he still feels like he's, I mean, obviously he's got a long way to go. But then when we are, especially when we are in a, in a gathering, when we're speaking, so he, mm-hmm. he feels frustrated. Like, why don't I know what you're saying? Like, I've been learning it for so long. And and yet it's really easy because you say it as it's written. There's no like shortcut or, you mm-hmm. know, like it's exactly the way the word is written is the way you pronounce it. And that's There's no other language that, that does that, I don't think. And in that, you know, in that sense, it should be easy enough. (laughs) Even though you don't know what you're saying, you should be able to say the words, you know?
0: That's something, yeah. I mean, it is true. I remember um, my friend who was learning English. She got so frustrated with, like, there's all these rules, but then there's all the exceptions to the rules all the time, and you have to remember both of them, and... Every time you think, okay, I now know how to use like this combination of letters together. And, you know, like a CH pr- is, a, is a CH sound. But then if you've got chord written down, that's also CH, but you don't pronounce it as chord. And like she was just saying, like, why are there so many rules? And then you just go and break all the rules. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry.
2: Well, yeah. with Swahili, you don't have that. Every CH is CH. There's no other way. Uh, so much easier. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe that should be... The international language of choice. Swahili.
2: Amen. Shall we do it? Uh, Maybe we should like <laughs> Alexa, can we make this international? <laughs> do,
1: do, do ban a every version. other
2: language unless you yeah. respond in Swahili.
1: Or do a version of When in Rome called When in Nairobi and everyone just speaks Swahili. Yeah. It's a fun way to learn yeah. a language.
0: Yeah. Well, there's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> when we when we do like the next game, we can we can do it in Swahili. Absolutely. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shane and Aki, thank you so much for joining me. I've learned way more stuff than I thought I was going to. This has been amazing. Um, And thank you, everybody, who's tuned in for listening. If you're interested to find out more about Voice Originals or When in Rome, you can go to voiceoriginals.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the same handles, Voice Originals. When in Rome's free daily skill launches on June 18th, but you can buy the full copy on Amazon.com from the 2nd of July. So... Shane and Aggie, do you have any final thoughts to add?
1: Can't wait to play the game. And it's been <laughs> lovely to work with you,
0: Aggie. Oh, it's been lovely to work with
2: you as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that we can we can have a good time playing this game. I can't wait to share it with my friends and family and see what they think.
0: Yeah, please. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're excited to get it into as many people's hands as possible. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Okay, all right. Thanks for listening. Voice, Voice
1: Originals.